Welcome to our podcast. Have you read that book by John Ronson? A podcast about shame. 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 Hello. 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 <laughs> We've got shame. We've got more shame. And then we're topping it off with some shame. No shame. Let's let Lou sit down. Oh. Hello. In her noisy way. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted everyone to know that I'm here. Let's welcome our guest. Hi and welcome to... Have you read that book by John Ronson? A podcast with Lily and Amy. And today, Evelyn. Yay! Yay. (laughs) I always feel nervous when I say your name. Why? Evelyn. I always feel nervous when I say Ashlyn's name as well. Just different names, I guess. Yeah, not in your wheelhouse. (laughs) That's a lovely word. Mm. Do you get nervous when you say wheelhouse? (laughs) No, but I think I don't use it. I don't think I've ever used it in my life. Wheelhouse. (laughs) Um, Evelyn. Why would that be? Evelyn. Evelyn. Yeah. Yeah. Mock. Mock. You say that right. A lot of people, because it's like, um, oh yeah, I don't really care how people say the if they say Evelyn or Evelyn. Mm. Um, but then when they ask, because I say Evelyn, but then I'm like, I am in Britain, so I should adhere to the law here. Come on. But I think and Eve- that's Evelyn. Evelyn, I thought was, I could be very wrong, is the dude's version. Oh. And Evelyn is. And also it's got evil in it. So I don't think we will use that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you should say to people when they. <laughs> I'm not evil. <laughs> Lynn is the character from Alan Partridge. And Come on. <laughs> and for people who don't know, Mrs. Mock, Miss Mock, Miss Mock, Miss Mock, Miss Mock, Miss I said Miss the mm. second time. Miss <laughs> Mock is yep. a comedian, a Very legend, much so. a lover, a writer, a writer. <laughs> you recently did your show yeah. at the Soho Theatre, a pilot. Yeah. How did that go? It went uh, lovely. I I was surprised. People were laughing. You yeah. had um, stand-ups doing it too, right? <laughs> Just yeah. a bunch of comics, yeah. That's right. Um, you should yeah, have got, really uh, got a newsreader or um, I know, right? a kids' TV presenter to play some of the female comedy roles. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Put them hey, on your yes. reality TV star, please. Yeah. Journalist. Kind like of Yeah, and then part of journalists because they are clever. Yeah, I know. Mm. I don't mind him. In the news. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. What about that? We've all just been to the ponds, haven't we? We have the ladies' ponds. ponds. Yeah, the yeah. I felt very sexy there. Mm. You did real well. You got in three times. I did, yeah. and then I went. But you were in for like half yeah. an hour, weren't you? I was oh, incredible. I was so impressed. Was so well, fun. Josie Long has a thing where, or maybe she just talks about it, having a subcutaneous layer of fat. Basically, oh. if you get if you've got fat in the right place, yeah, you can your body can withstand the cold. I don't it? think it's that because I've seen. 80 year old women who are very sort of <laughs> well tiny uh, tiny and they are swimming around like swans I think it's mental health as well yeah. I didn't mean to say that I meant to be like mental strength mental strength yeah that's what it is that's, that's what I was getting at thank you for clarifying I have very weak uh, that I have none of that no I'm sure you do Come Maybe. On. Come on, <laughs> Miss Mock. <laughs> um, so the podcast is about shame, and you are talking about shame in your mm-hmm. Edinburgh show, yo. Can yeah. we get yo on that? You. <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, Damn right. <laughs> um, so yeah, we we I love your shameless that you do on Instagram. Oh, thank you. Would you would you read one for the, for the crowd? <laughs> I will read one. This impromptu request request <laughs> of a shameless. Well, actually, um, it's I saw your shameless on the Instagrams, and Lou and I do really feel like this podcast is part of a shamey zeitgeist. Yeah, it felt like mm. there's a lot of stuff about it. We John need to Mobbins talk about this. Doing it. Mm. Evelyn Mock is doing it. Um, there's yeah, there's loads actually. And well, let's ride. Let's all ride that wave together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. It's it's great. Is um, the first I would say the pioneer of shame is probably Monica Lewinsky oh. because she, uh, well, I don't know it, because she got publicly shamed. Yes. Yeah. Have you read really that? Ted, have you read what's that TED Talk? The talk. To, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. My little eyes out. Yeah. Everyone who's listening, all fifty of you. 62. 62, <laughs> last count. On the SoundCloud. We don't know about the iTunes. No, it's probably... How ooh. do you... Actually, if anyone knows, do let us know how you can well, tell. Someone told me that I might be the same. <laughs> so, don't ask, don't oh, okay. ask, don't ask. Okay. But who cares? We're not doing that for we're not doing that for them. We're doing it for ourselves. No, <laughs> we're doing it for Evelyn. We're doing it for Evelyn. No, uh, we're doing it for Monica Lewinsky. Which is which is let's let Evelyn speak. Yeah, okay, sorry. sorry. Oh no, I, I quite like um, listening to. The- <laughs> I know. I feel like that's the dynamic. You're letting us <laughs> go. Sorry. sorry. I would be terrible on panel shows. But the Monica Lewinsky um, thing was fascinating. Yes. It was so fascinating, and uh, but I saw that, and it was like, oh my god, this lady has been publicly shaped, like her whole life, that's what she's known for now. I think she tried to design handbags at one mm. point, and that didn't really go well. But it's like, that's all she's known for, and then basically her person was just stripped away from her, mm-hmm. and she became this thing. And then I watched uh, an interview with her as when all of that happened. I think she was doing like 60 Minutes or something. You could just see how... It was just this little child. That is a scary thing. Yeah. She was 18. She was 18. Or 20. Or was she 18? She I is. thought she was 18. She was like no, she something was. early 20s. Maybe I'm 18. Confident. You said she was 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a lot in it. Oh, my God. There's three years. Really? Revealing insight. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'll just say it. <laughs> but um, but yeah. now she's a yeah. powerhouse and she's reclaimed it. And yeah. went through years of... The bit that stuck out for me in that thing is that her mum... Uh, had to watch her like so whenever she had a shower her mum yeah. made her shower with the, with the door opening That's in case right. she killed herself oh, yeah. so like, and she so oh. it became about a, a BJ her giving her a B, him a BJ rather than a two year relationship where she's in love with an older yeah. man of power of immense power and also like really getting manipulated I mean she's a young girl but like the power dynamic is like it's not discussed enough mm. almost I felt or in her case it but wasn't. I made jokes about she was it so ashamed like when I, I was very young and I made jokes it just was the thing like nobody was even conscious that they yeah. were you but, made jokes about it and also the, the thing the interesting thing is like uh, legally and sort of historically it wasn't the fact that he did it that was the problem it was the fact that he lied about it under yeah. oath yeah. so it's not even that he's I mean obviously people weren't thrilled that he did it but that they could get on board with it was the fact that when he was you know, he said, I did not have relations with that woman. Yeah. He did that under oath. That's why he nearly got impeached. Uh, but then didn't. But her recordings were made public. Like, she was talking to a friend and they were all made public for everyone. Yeah. So imagine the shame of that when you're just talking to it's a It's a mate. smear. It's a full smear. They wanted her yeah. to look like, a, a, like he was not... They need him to look like a kind of kind, older gentleman. And always with these things, when the man is more powerful, they make it out like the woman is like a nymphomaniac. Yeah. She just and he couldn't have done anything else. Yeah. 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 
Anyway, yeah. so, God, sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just, uh, I can't, well, what were we saying? Oh, yeah, shameless. 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 <laughs> well, you were saying that she was the first, the shame person. Yeah, or she's probably the first uh, victim of modern shaming, which is, like, online shaming yeah. and stuff. Because I think at that time, like, team, like those gossip blogs and stuff were just happening, and then it just like that thing lasted because if there weren't was the internet wasn't as advanced mm. yeah. that probably wouldn't have lasted as long as it did oh that's yeah. interesting um and she was talking about it so she was like sort of the original og well that's something of, at least. Um, being shamed on the internet <laughs> it's, yeah. nice to be, it's nice to be a front runner <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but then witches what about witches guys they used to be ashamed <laughs> in the village yeah. So, are you saying witches came before Monica Lewinsky? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take it back, <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. So you have um, a list. I want to on my list. I I just admitted to Amy that a lot of these are um, exaggerated, well. exclusive content. <laughs> this podcast only. The only thing Revealed. that's true. The only thing that's true. Should I do the only one that's yes, true? Yes, I love that. This All right. Give us an example of a face one. A false one. First. False one. Yeah. And why and what it what's it's inspired from? Is there a grain of truth in it? Uh, just just watching people. <laughs> it's always inspired by. Um, it's always inspired by like I would love to do that if I. Oh yeah. Were braver, Gosh. or if I were um, if if I would if I were my stage persona, for real, I would love to. Okay, so the a fake one is. Um, in rush hour, I wear a baby on board badge <gasps> and have on two occasions been offered seats by the elderly and taken them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a fake one. Oh, I'm glad that's fake. <laughs> I, get, I, I get that. Like, Sarah Pascoe, when she was on this very podcast, was talking about, we were talking about lying, and she was talking about how she thinks this sort of like ability to imagine what ifs is like a really stand-up-y mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's not, you know, obviously these are not necessarily true, but they're still perfect. It's <laughs> the perfect jokes, you know, and it, yeah. it's fine for you to imagine what yes. ifs. Yeah. Because well, that's what we do, right? We just kind of exaggerate yeah. um, secret desires. <laughs> yeah, and, and you observe the what ifs, you yeah. know. I definitely, when I was growing up, I just meant like, I would just, my dreams would be like what ifs like I'd be on a bus and I'd be like okay what if this woman fell down I mean in all of them I am like a little baby hero <laughs> local girl <laughs> picks up woman <laughs> a baby <laughs> hero local, local two year old local girl helps woman <laughs> what a legend <laughs> local girl does what anyone would have done and scoops her up for a second yeah, retires okay, now forever <laughs> sometimes it was like the bus falls to its side. I know which of these windows you can crack with a hammer. I've got the hammer in my sights. I'm going to be cracking that. I'm going to be safe myself because I've prepared for this. Yeah. And then I'm going to be like quaking the babies out first. Right. But I do that all the time. But with the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) So I sit on public transport and I'm like, if there was a zombie coming now, who would I push to, who would I push towards the zombie and who would I align with? (laughs) Yeah. I do that all the time. Catastrophe think. Yeah. It's I so do it all the time too. It's hilarious. I just think about what I need to get from the shops. Or very mundane, very mundane stuff. I would save you. Thank you. So mm-hmm. I don't need to think about it. There's yeah, people that save us, and there's people that are just turning up. We're fantasists. No, I yeah. think it's true. Would you, as a fantasist, would you ever, in the moment, be able to do anything about it? Would you tell us a true thing yeah. on your list? Um. Okay. Miss Mark. I have two. Go on. 
You guys get to choose which one. No, both, both, so, both. Okay. Yeah, give us both. Both. Oh, tease us. So sometimes when I really need to poop, yeah. I hold it in, hold it in, hold it in till the very last moment, just because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> when you did that in that for that gig, we we were at people couldn't believe what they were hearing. <laughs> that gig was so weird as well. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> They were sitting so really far away. Yeah, they were sitting really far away. And then also, they, they, I think they were enjoying it, but they weren't laughing out loud. Yeah. Um, And when I did these, you could see pockets of them really laughing, but trying to keep it to themselves. Oh, weird. Oh, that's really my fault. You were there. You did that game. That's not your fault. Oh, the charity one. Yeah. God, we're so charity. (laughs) Can you tell us that (laughs) one, please? The other one. I used to do that, by the way, as well, but I was five, to be honest. Yesterday, um, honestly, also because I live in a house share and our toilet is disgusting, mm. so I don't want to. Okay. Do you ever think? Do you ever think to yourself, you could do something about the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> do the long game, clean the toilet, and then it's like, oh, I don't have to. <laughs> no, but you never want to be the never. first one to break. Never. Yeah, that's true. exactly. Yeah. Also, I think it's that thing of deferred gratification, isn't it? like I. Like, this is a thought I had. The other day, I think I might have told you. I've told someone. But I was in bed. It's really freezing cold, and I thought, right, I need to get up. I got a chill to my bones. You know when you do that. Oh yeah. And I thought, right, I need to get up and put clothes on, but I just couldn't. So I laid there for like about half an hour. You know when you're camping and yes. you're like, you can't get up because you're so cold. Yeah. And I thought, no, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna put all my clothes on and a hat, and then I'm gonna go back to bed. And I did it, and I thought, when I'm a mum. That's what I'm going to tell my daughter. <laughs> get up if you're cold in the night. Just do it. Just bite the bullet and get up do sooner it as than possible. As possible. And yeah. then you will get back to sleep. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to be a great mum. <laughs> you have a house that's not freezing. Why yeah, my cold? house isn't freezing. I just had no one else is cold in the house. Oh, right. It just had a chill oh. to my bones. I then, see, I see, I yeah. see. You maybe should get an electric blanket. I mean, it's just a one-off opportunity. It's okay, just a one-off okay, chill. Maybe, but, yeah. like, but thank you. Problem solving. Maybe you <laughs> have like some spirits in your... Uh, so, oh, don't say that because I did have four entities attached to me. What? Don't, what do you mean? How do you mean that? I had four entities attached to me and before that I had one other entity. I don't understand what you're talking about. Oh, like, oh what does that mean? Ghosts. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean attached to you? Like physically? Yeah, they come. Sometimes they can. If you, sometimes if you do drugs, you leave yourself open as a portal. I've, I'm very oh. open anyway. I'm too open. I need to heal and seal my portal. Heal and seal. Yeah. And I had like four entities attached to me. Luckily, the shaman took them off me. Right. Uh, but now I can't see the shame in obviously. Anyway, but how how did you how did you know that you had? Them? Oh, I get really tired, and I'm like, oh, what's wrong with me? And then he said, oh, you've got four entities. I took them off. I know this sounds absolutely batshit crazy. Well, I don't know. I felt great afterwards. Entities are just an energy. It makes sense. Like everything's energy. Yeah. And sometimes energies get stuck on the way off to. My feeling is, even if I can't bring myself to entirely believe that they're like little ghouls mm. floating around you I can understand and totally accept that you felt a certain way you saw someone and you came away feeling better yeah but also I don't like the cartoon stuff of ghouls is you know so people think like but I think it's arrogant to think that we're the only things that we can see mm. like of course aliens exist of course life is life what do you mean of course well, because, <laughs> because, like Okay, so here's my thing. I think I said this before, but in every like, p- people don't believe conspiracy theories because they're like, oh, it's whack because they don't want to believe. They want to believe what they can see because it's safer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that quote in that great play that um, testing continually testing science 
is just a fear-based mentality. Continuing wanting to, to, to prove everything with science is oh. just out of fear. It's said a lot more beautifully than that. But I don't anyway. know. It's in a Rosencrantz and thingy, that play. Guildenstern. Yeah. Much better when I did. Oh, that what, what, my my housemate went and watched it. That's yeah, on at the moment. Recently. Was yeah. on, on the moment. I went with my brother. Yeah, it is. Yeah, on the moment. A lot of it went over my head, and to be honest, he had to reiterate that that quote. But the point is, it's arrogant to think that that everything is just what we can say. Blah blah blah. Anyway, it's not about shame. Let's crack on with shame. It's really no, interesting. Don't clap. <laughs> oh, don't clap. It's not nice. Don't clap. It's, it's, it's no nice in people's ears. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying it because we're not doing my shame. I'm just thinking. It probably is to do with shame in some ways. It's like, mm-hmm. please. Oh well, I would say I, I sort of believe it because mm. um that I am shameful shamed about that. So mm. that's bringing back to shame. But it's like because I do I don't. My mom sort of believes stuff like that, and I I feel things, and I try to not feel them. Just oh to, my just to, God! We need just to, to that. survive because it's too that. scary. It's too scary. But once what kind of stuff do you feel? I just feel presence and then it's really weird. I'm fine with it. You're talking to the bright girl. It's really weird. Girl. But I feel present and then, but I, 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 I've, I've, since I would, but I've shut it off. Like, I, mm. I don't want to feel it. And then the thing is, I've woken up several times where I've been in bed and I'm, I'm fully, the thing is, I, there's probably a scientific way of explaining this too, but, but, but I'm fully everything. aware. If you, look, if you look with that objective of trying to find something to, mm. you know, and, and people say about alternative medicine, most of, a lot of Western medicine is placebo, mm-hmm. but you know, the effect on them, anyway, blah, blah. blah. I but believe in alternative medicine or like Chinese medicine anyway. Um, oh, do you? Yeah. I did that once, and I just poop. It just gave me diarrhea. But I mean, <laughs> and you don't like pooping. But so I've woke several times. I've been in my bed, and I've uh, I've like been on my way to waking up, or I've been awake, and I but I can't open my eyes, and I can't move my body. And then there's been like these two kind of ghouls that yeah. have been here wow. in my face. And what do they look like? Just like it's just. Um, it's like gray. This is very creepy. Is it more of it's like energy grayish? It's oh. Probably because I, I try to move and then I can't. And then wow. um, it's just like two kind of grayish, and then it's just eyes and like the mouth. Whoa. And then uh, there, and then I'm like, okay. And then uh, after a moment, I, I wake up out of it. And then it, and then after that, when I felt like that's gonna happen again, I just actively think about I actively try to let it not happen and then it doesn't happen wow but it's like but I also know it could be because I'm on my way from waking up and I'm still in a yes. dream yeah yeah so it, it might not be but it's scary when it happens yeah yeah, yeah. so I I want to choose to believe the scientific reason rather right, right, right. because it's it's too creepy to handle yeah I think a lot of people want to prove stuff and want to be that that's ridiculous like conspiracy theories and actually, all through time, governments and royalty have killed people through every single sp- like section of time. And we're like, no, not in no, they won't, they won't be called ki- killing David, whatever. His but, name that's is. Very, <laughs> but, that, but that's a but that's two like, separate. It's two, two separate, separate things. What I'm saying is, people don't want to believe. I can understand. I can see in conspiracies and are based on truth often. And sometimes when you find out, you know, like when we found out about this, some of this stuff from WikiLeaks, yeah, was pretty crazy like the Panama Papers like these are all things that we think are mm. probably true yeah. and we, they are proven to be right but we're talking about spirits yes I know sorry yeah. sorry my correlation was that 
people, a lot of people would say that's that's poppycock. Right, right, right. Because they don't want to believe in certain things, and I think it's very it's slightly similar with entities or other beings or stuff yeah. that you can't comprehend. You can't like. Uh, you know put your finger on or you know because it is scary and so people mm. are just like nope 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 yeah I think people do choose often not to see things you, you, you often put like family secrets and stuff yeah I always find it amazing when you hear about family secrets in other people's families because you're like yeah but that's so weird that everyone just accepted that but I guess it's just the moment you do accept it as a normal oh. thing or you know it's weird and you don't talk about it then that sort of perpetuates itself yeah and that really is a lot to do with shame because so much of it is you you're somehow you feel implicated in it or something mm-hmm. so you so you don't want to be the yeah family shame is a real yeah. big one we haven't talked, even spoken about that family, oh, family yeah yeah what's your biggest shame that you want to say oh, <laughs> what's your biggest family what's shame we, we always ask people what did they first think about when we told them we'd like them to come onto the podcast to talk about shame what was your oh. first reaction to that I've really, I, because now I think in my stand-up I'm trying to go to a more honest place, mm. and I quite enjoy talking about shame on stage, because it's funny to me. Yeah. Um, it gets, uh, it's it's almost self-indulgent, because you get mm. to, um, you get to just kind of, uh, what's it called? Um, cathartic. It's cathartic. Yeah. And it's like, it's so, um, you get to kind of, mm, roll around yes. in your in your mistakes and shame and stuff yeah yeah revel and, yeah revel in your uh, thing because my Edinburgh show is about because um, I lost my virginity at 25 mm. uh, and I'm 29 now so we can talk about it four but... years of fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. alright <laughs> flooding it up ever since um, but that was something I was really ashamed about sure and then I realized from writing the show now I'm sort of owning up to it and mm. I'm not ashamed about talking about it anymore because yes. um, even after losing it I was still ashamed to say that I lost well, it at 25 the mm. antidote to shame is discussing it and empathy and owning and, yeah, it yeah. and owning it yeah so that's so, yeah that's really really interesting I think a lot of sex sex stuff in general mm. is the actual act is not the problem it's the sort of the implications feelings, around yeah. it yeah and how you feel, I guess, because sex in itself is quite a vulnerable, intimate thing. Yeah. So then, in any sort of conversation about it, which I think is why the sort of pornographication of sex is so difficult for people, because there's like an accept. Because if I understand so why people, young people, are so like fucked up by watching porn, mm. because there's so little other conversation about it yeah. that you don't know that there's other ways of doing it. You think. Well, this you know they filmed what, this. Oh, There's a standard now for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. someone was telling me the other day that the reason that pubic hair is not a thing mm. is because is because of porn. And but the reason it is wasn't because some porn director hated pubic hair, which is just not the case in like the seventies and eighties. Everyone yeah. had it. Was because it's difficult to light. Oh wow, that's so funny. So it's hard to light pubic hair. Wow. So they were like, Hilarious. let's just. Do we know as well a lot of guys um, like. Uh, into the hair well I would imagine it's because I think personally so your choice is your choice <laughs> that when you take all your hair off it's like you're infantilizing yourself yeah it's I like you're work. It's like you're going backwards. Yeah. yeah, I just like it. Not all off, but a little. I little keep a little something to show that I'm an adult. Something, something. But I like to have it just for me. Like I've been single for ages, but I like to have it for me. And also, a lot of the guys that I've seen have been like, "Yeah, I'm a hair guy," and I think. 
Well, yeah. Well, you'd have what you have. You have what you give it. And it's, just, it's a nice little driver. <laughs> finish it on your plate. <laughs> You'll finish it all up. There's people starving in Africa. <laughs> Should we leave it there then? Uh, no, we, well, I want to hear more about what it's like to talk about your virginity on stage. Oh, yeah. um, it's now. It's more uh, because I'm talking about it. It's like, oh, you don't have anything to hold over me anymore. Because mm. it's like. Yeah, because if, if I was ashamed about it, or when I was ashamed about it, I just felt like, I felt paranoid that people would find out. And then some stuff happened where that was the case. Um, and I was sort of publicly shamed. No. Oh, what do you well, mean? Not really, I can't really reveal it okay. because it's like in the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> you better okay. go see her Edinburgh show. Yes. Yeah. Which is on at? At Pleasance Courtyard Bunker One, six PM. Great but time, also great location. August. But also, mm-hmm. Google it, guys. <laughs> what's, what's it going to be called? It's it's called Hyman Maneuver. Yes, nice. and I'm very very into it. <laughs> <laughs> that and that's good. a compromise from Adult Virgin. To <laughs> I love like Adult Virgin. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, get, I get with I, my face <laughs> Adult Virgin <laughs> <laughs> around it. I can't do it. It's a shame. A podcast with Lou and Amy. That's nice. I liked it. Does your mum hate you talking about? Because my mum hates me talking <laughs> yeah. about my bits all day long. Really? My mom, uh, my mom and my dad, they were like, because yeah, because they were like, oh, you shouldn't do filthy stuff. Yeah, it's ter- like you need to be respectable. <laughs> I think. It's what do you say to that? I'm like, yeah, okay, mom. <laughs> then I just don't invite them to my shows. Yeah. yeah. Because um, why can't you talk about your bits? Give the people what they want. Also, yeah, it's going to be want. way funnier if it's someone that you're not expecting to talk yeah. about their bits, talk about their bits. True. Mm, it's true a good that. bit. It's a good bit. Absolutely. People need to hear it. It's, it's so funny because I've heard people who get so surprised by when they talk to me after they've seen me. Because mm. they, they just think that I'm a terrible person. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Top stage one is like, no. not terrible, but just like, you know, I guess maybe in this country there's like a archetypal and my favorite kind of lady who is like bullshy and loud and talks about things like that. I remember when I first went to university, I went to school with lots of very nice girls, still my best friends, but like we didn't talk about sex or anything like that at all. It was so funny. But it's a way of silencing. Mm. As to, I honestly, I talk about this in my show now about how men are allowed to talk about their bits and women aren't. And on TV, I think Sarah Silverman said you're allowed to show a vagina but not a penis, and it's ridiculous. Oh. And it's a way of being like, oh, you're. It's disgusting. It's like no, what's it's not ladylike. I've got a new joke in my set. For it's not ladylike to talk about your vagina. Yeah. I can't think of anything more ladylike than a vagina. <laughs> no, right. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, why are we t- told, like, don't talk about periods, don't talk about that? It's, it's weird, like, right? It's funny, and it's also informative. Yeah. yeah, and then I met this girl at University Ellie who was just so frank and normal, and just, it wasn't like she was trying to be bawdy or anything like mm. that. She just would talk about yeah. her vagina, and it blew my mind. Yeah, because I, I was talking about this the other day, like, because I have PCOS. Yes, me too. Yeah, and I didn't know what it was, and because nobody talked about it. Yeah. Like, nobody talks about it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I probably had it for, have had it for years, and I just got diagnosed last year. Also, what's crazy is, do you know what it is? Polycystic ovary. Yeah. Syndrome. So, they, when I got diagnosed, they, they said most, not most women, but like a huge percentage of women have it. It's really common. Mm. It's just no one ever talks about it. So no one goes and gets checked for it. Yeah. So it's not like, it's, it's like quite a normal thing to have, basically. Yeah. And, but also no cure. 
No. And it was like, oh, when I, I think in... craniosacral will cure anything, thank you. What? Craniosacral, let me tell you after the podcast, but I think I've brought everyone again. Oh, you see you, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should actually be ashamed of yourself. Do you want to do the last one? Yeah. Speaking of pubic hair. Yes, please. Um, so, yeah, now we're back on our shame list. With shame Let's list. finish with one of our favourite shame lists <laughs> by Miss Mock. <laughs> okay. Um, so, the first time I shaved my smear. <laughs> um, Lovely it, delivery. Mm-hmm. I really snorted. <laughs> so, because we were talking about pubic hair. Yeah. Um, so, it grew back. But only on the sides. Oh. <laughs> so I have a bald spot on my uh, on my cooch. Shame. Shame. Oh, should we say goodbye? Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's still recording. That's the clock. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to this, our podcast. Happy birthday, Bye, Bye, John Watson. With our nice friend, Evelyn, Evelyn Moss. Moss.